Welcome folks back to another episode of the Sand Black Sessions. I've got the great man Brendan Lowbridge from Moneylinks. Eight, uh, another interest rate hold. Well, yeah, second hold, which is exciting. So um, yeah, it was a bit, bit uh, widely uh, expected, but still fantastic relief for a lot of people when they saw that, when they received that news. Do you think it's uh, that's it or some more to come? There's a great question. Uh, I did look at the minutes, which I like to do, and there was a lot of terminology in there about waiting and see, waiting and seeing what the increases to date have done. Um, the increases have a lagged effect. Constant commentary to that effect, which was suggesting to me that they realise that a lot of the impact is yet to be felt. So I don't know that necessarily that's it and done, but I think there'll be a much steadier approach and things will be monitored. And the inflation came back you know, better than expected as well, so that's good. So I think we just gotta keep monitoring those things, but, but it look, looked and sounded good. It's good insight, good insight. So I just wanted to touch on mainly residential and commercial loans, but maybe touch on a little bit of um, construction loans as well. But what's the main difference between a, a resi and, and commercial loan? Okay, so in, in Basic terms, a commercial loan is being used for a commercial purpose. Now, what that would mean is it's ultimately buying real business property, so a property that a business is running from rather than someone residing in. It is being used as a, a tool for business, such as uh, going and doing an office fit-out, uh, buying a business vehicle, buying equipment, trucks, and things like that for those sort of trade-related businesses. So anything where there's a business need for finance, that lending will fit into the commercial space. Whereas in the residential space, that is more your consumer needs. So mum and dad want to buy their home, mum and dad want to make an investment, uh, you know, purchase an investment property in their own names, they're more seen as a consumer need for finance. Gotcha. And let's just say you're going for a, a commercial loan and compare it to a, a resi loan, do they look at your serviceability differently? That's a good question. So if we look at just a standard property, commercial property loan, uh, they are, in a respect, looking at your serviceability. What they may be doing differently is they may be essentially looking at serviceability purely based on the property. So they are looking to go, okay, does this rent, net rent after expenses, cover our mortgage with enough buffer? So then therefore, we're not really worried about what else is happening in your personal situation because we know that this property in its own can actually cover the expense of the mortgage. And often they'll actually set their loan limit up based on how much the net rent covers the interest. Gotcha. But they are still looking at servicing, and I guess depending on the different structure, there are different ways they look at it, but it's just a different servicing that is often used. Interesting, very interesting. And then touching on, say, your, your deposit, like LVR, for example, um, your loan value, value ratio, um, your deposit for your commercial is different to, to resi. Absolutely, as a standard rule of thumb, you should be prepared to put in 30% for a commercial loan. Uh, that being said, we are seeing um, you know, good reputable lenders in the market now, where if you buy a property under a million dollars, we're seeing 20% become more normalized in that space with some lenders. But if you just said generally across the board, what should I expect when buying a commercial property? 30% deposit is about the normal level. Now, the other thing with commercial is not all properties are equal. So there is what we call more specialized commercial. Now these are gonna be things like, say for instance, a service station. Because they are so, I guess, specialized in nature, the banks will see them as more risk and wanna see a larger deposit. So it's not uncommon for certain assets in the commercial space to require a 50% deposit, for instance, because they can't just sell that to 
anyone else down the you know, road. They need to ultimately sell to someone who wants to own a service station. Someone who's going to rent that can only really run a service station. You know, whereas an office like we're in today, you know, multiple businesses could, could come in here tomorrow and, and, and start to practice. Makes sense. Makes sense. Absolutely gold. All right. Well, mate, uh, maybe we can touch on um, the construction loans and how that uh, is implemented into developing maybe next session. Sounds great. There's a lot of intricacies there I think that people will be interested in. Cool. Where do we find you? Brendan Lowbridge? Yeah, and Money Links. So uh, myself on LinkedIn is where I'm most active, Brendan Lowbridge, or on Money Links uh, Instagram is uh, where we post a lot of content as well. And up on the Henderson, Sam Black Henderson page now. Find me there too. (laughs) This is general advice and does not take into consideration your objectives, situation, or needs. You should consider if this advice is suitable to you or your circumstances, and please read any applicable PDS beforehand. This is a Henderson podcast production.